Hello, and welcome to The Bob Edward Show for Wednesday, May 11th. It took Americans a while to truly become Americans, and not just Europeans living over here. We had to learn to make our own stuff, develop our own culture, and even refine that language we inherited from the Brits. More than anyone else, Noah Webster established American English, tossing aside some of those odd British spellings that persist to this day over there. But the dictionary wasn't Webster's only distinction by any means. Joshua Kendall is here to tell us about his biography of Webster titled The Forgotten Founding Father. Then I'll talk with Bill Morrison, who's made a documentary in tribute to the men who mined coal in Northeast England throughout the 20th century. The film, with a beautiful original score, is titled The Miner's Hymns. If you've ever wondered why American English is different from British English, then my guest today will help answer those questions. Noah Webster is probably best known for writing what is now the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, but he accomplished much more during his life, and to better understand Webster is to better understand our language and our nation. Joshua Kendall is a language enthusiast and biographer, and he's here to discuss his most recent book, The Forgotten Founding Father. Noah Webster's Obsession and the Creation of an American Culture. Noah Webster's dates are 1758 to 1843. And at the time of his death, he was considered part of America's trinity of fame up there with George Washington and Christopher Columbus. Today, we know him as the editor of the dictionary. But during his lifetime, he was most famous for his speller. Uh, that's a book that he wrote in 1783 that was a school text for children. And that book sold 100 million copies between 1783 and 1900. Uh, that was the Harry Potter of its day. But that was just one of his achievements. Uh, in the 1780s, he was George Washington's personal policy wonk. And the Yale grad, after he wrote The Speller, took a trip to Mount Vernon, where he had the chutzpah to tell George Washington what the country needed. And he passed Washington a book called Sketches on American Policy. And that book made the case for that America, under the Articles of Confederation, lacked a strong central government and that it needed uh, something to replace the Articles of Confederation. Basically, that was a pamphlet arguing for the need for a constitution. Webster had uh, an enduring relationship with Washington. Why did yes. they get along so well? Washington uh, was a man of action, and Webster was a man of words. And Webster had a had a didn't have a great relationship.